Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick podcast. I'm Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 178 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today, we've got a lot of reading. We're going to read Jeremiah 40 through 44, as well as Psalm 24. Let's get going. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord after Nebuzaradan, captain of the guards, released him at Ramah, or Ramah. And when he found him, he was bound in chains with all the exiles of Jerusalem and Judah who were being exiled to Babylon. The captain of the guards took Jeremiah and said to him, The Lord your God decreed this disaster on this place, and the Lord has fulfilled it. He has done just what he decreed. Because you people have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed him, this thing has happened. Now pay attention. Today I am setting you free from the chains that were on your hands. If it pleases you, come with me to Babylon. Come, and I will take care of you. But if it seems wrong to you to come with me to Babylon, go no farther. Look, the whole land is in front of you. Wherever it seems good and right for you to go, go there. When Jeremiah had not yet returned to go, had not yet turned to go, Nebuchadnezzar said to him, Return to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babylon has appointed over the cities of Judah, and stay with him among the people, or go wherever it seems right for you to go. So the captain of the guards gave him a ration and a gift and released him. Jeremiah therefore went to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam of Mizpah, and stayed with him among the people who remained in the land. All the commanders of the armies that were in the countryside, they and their men, heard that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, over the land. He had been put in charge of the men, women, and children from among the poorest of the land who had not been deported to Babylon. So they came to Gedaliah at Mizpah. The commanders included Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, Johanan, and Johanan the sons of Kareah, Sariah, son of Tanameth, and sons of Ephi the Netophathite, and Jezaniah, son of the Machathite. They are they and their men. Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, son of Shaphan, swore an oath to them and their men, assuring them, Don't be afraid to serve the Chaldeans, live in the land, and serve the king of Babylon, and it will go well for you. As for me, I'm going to live in Mizpah to represent you before the Chaldeans who come for us, who come to us. As for you, gather wine, summer fruit, and oil, place them in your storage jars, and live in the cities you have captured. When all the Judeans in Moab and among the Ammonites and in Edom and in all the other lands also heard that the king of Babylon had left a remnant in Judah and had appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, son of Shaphan, over them, they all returned from, the pal- from all the places where they had been banished and came to the land of Judah to Gedaliah at Mitzpah and harvested a great amount of wine and summer fruit. Meanwhile, Johanan, son of Kareah, and all the commanders of the armies in the countryside came to Gedaliah at Mitzpah and warned him, Don't you realize that Baalus, king of the Ammonites, has sent Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, to kill you? But Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, would not believe them. Then Johanan, son of Kareah, asked or suggested to Gedaliah in private at Mitzpah, Let me go kill Ishmael, son of Nethaniah. No one will know it. Why should he kill you and allow all of Judah that has gathered around you to scatter and the remnant of Judah to perish? But Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, responded to Johanan, son of Kareah, Don't do that. What you're saying about Ishmael is a lie. In the seventh month, Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, son of Elishama, of the royal family and one of the king's chief officers, came with ten men to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, at Mitzpah. They ate a meal together there in Mitzpah, but then Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, and the ten men who were with him got up and struck down Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, son of Shaphan, with a sword, 
He killed the one the king of Babylon had appointed in the land. Ishmael also struck down, <coughs> excuse me, had also struck down all the Judeans who were with Gedaliah at Mizpah, as well as the Chaldean soldiers who were there. On that day, after he had killed Gedaliah, when no one knew yet, 80 men came from Shechem, Shiloh, and Samaria, who had shaved their beards, torn their clothes, and gashed themselves, and they who and who were carrying grain and license and incense offerings. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> On the day after he had killed Gedaliah, when no one knew yet, 80 men came from Shechem, Shiloh, and Samaria, who had shaved their beards, torn their clothes, and gashed themselves, and who were carrying grain and incense offerings to bring to the temple of the Lord. Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, came out of Mizpah to meet them, weeping as he came. When he encountered them, he said, Come to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam. But when they came into the city, Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, and the men with him slaughtered them and threw them into a cistern. However, there were ten men among them who said to Ishmael, Don't kill us, for we have hidden treasure in the field, wheat, barley, oil, and honey. So he stopped and did not kill them along with their companions. Now the cistern where Ishmael had thrown all the corpses of the men he had struck down was a large one. The king Asa had made him had made in the encounter with King Baasha of Israel. Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, filled it with the slain. Then Ishmael took captive all the rest of the people of Mizpah, including the daughters of the king. All those who remained in Mizpah, over whom Nebuzaradan, captain of the guards, had appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, took them captive and set off to cross over to the Ammonites. When Johanan, son of Korea, and all the commanders of the armies with him heard of all the evil that Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, had done, they took all their men and went to fight with Ishmael, son of Nethaniah. They found him by the great pool in Gibeon. When all the people held by Ishmael saw Johanan, son of Korea, and all the commanders of the army with him, they rejoiced. All the people whom Ishmael had taken captive from Mizpah turned around and rejoined Johanan, son of Korea. But Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, escaped from Johanan with eight men and went to the Ammonites. Johanan, son of Korea, and all the commanders of the of the armies with him, then took from Mizpah all the remnant of the people whom he had recovered from Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, after Ishmael had killed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, men, soldiers, women, children, and court officials whom he brought back from Gibeon. They left stopping in Geruth Kimham, which is near Bethlehem, in order to make their way into Egypt, away from the Chaldeans. For they feared them, because Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, Nethaniah had struck down Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, whom the king of Babylon had appointed over the land. Then all the commanders of the armies, along with Johanan, son of Kerea, Jezaniah, son of Hosea, and all the people from the least to the greatest, approached the prophet Jeremiah and said, May our petition come before you. Pray to the Lord your God on our behalf and on behalf of this entire remnant. For few of us remain out of the many, as you can see with your own eyes, that the Lord your God may tell us the way we should go and the thing we should do. So the prophet Jeremiah said to them, I have heard. I will now pray to the Lord your God according to your words, and I will tell you every word that the Lord answers you. I won't withhold a word from you. And they said to Jeremiah, May the Lord be a true and faithful witness against us if we don't act according to every word the Lord your God sends you to tell us. Whether it's pleasant or unpleasant, we will obey the Lord our God to whom we are sending you so that it may go well with us. We will certainly obey the law, the Lord of, I'm sorry, we will certainly obey the Lord our God. At the end of 10 days, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah and he summoned Johanan, son of Korea, 
all the commanders of the armies who were with him, and all the people from the least to the greatest. He said to them, This is what the Lord says, The God of Israel, whom you sent me to bring your petition before him, you, if you will indeed stay in this land, then I will rebuild and not demolish you, and I will plant and not uproot you, because I relent concerning the disaster that I have brought on you. <clears throat> Don't be afraid of the king of Babylon, whom you now fear. Don't be afraid of him. This is the Lord's declaration, because I am with you to save you and rescue you from him. I will grant you compassion, and he will have compassion on you and allow you to return to your own soil. But if you say, we will not stay in this land in order to disobey the Lord your God. And if you say, no, instead we'll go to the land of Egypt where we will not see war or hear the sound of the ram's horn or hunger for food and we'll live there, then hear the word of the Lord, the remnant of Judah. This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel says. If you are firmly resolved to go to Egypt and stay there for a while, then the sword you fear will, over, will overtake you there and the land of Egypt and the famine you are worried about will follow your heels there to Egypt and you will die there. All who resolve to go to Egypt to stay there for a while will die by the sword, famine, and plague. They will have no survivor or fugitive from the disaster I will bring on them. For this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says, Just as my anger and fury were poured out on Jerusalem's residents, so will my fury pour out on you if you go out to Egypt. You will become an example for cursing, scorn, execration, and disgrace, and you will never see this place again. The Lord has spoken concerning you, remnant of Judah. Don't go to Egypt. Know for certain that I have warned you today. You have gone astray at the cost of your lives, because you are the ones who sent me to the Lord, your God, saying, Pray to the Lord our God on our behalf and ask for all that the Lord our God says. Tell it to us and we'll act accordingly. For I have told you today, but you have... For I have told you today, but you have not obeyed the Lord your God in everything he has sent me to tell you. Now therefore know for certain that by the sword, famine, and plague, you will die in the place where you desired to go to stay for a while. When Jeremiah had finished speaking to all the people and all the words of the Lord their God, all these words the Lord their God had sent him to give them, then Azariah, son of Hoshea, Johanan, son of Korea, and all the other arrogant men responded to Jeremiah, You are speaking a lie. The Lord our God has not sent you to say, You must not go to Egypt to stay there for a while. Rather, Barak, son of Neriah, is inciting you against us to hand us over to the Chaldeans to put us to death or to deport us to Babylon. So Johanan, son of Korea, all the commanders of the armies, and the people failed to obey the Lord's command to stay in the land of Judah. Instead, Johanan, son of Korea, and all the commanders of the armies led away the whole remnant of Judah, those who had returned to stay in the way in the land of Judah from all the nations, where they had been banished. They led away the men, women, children, kings, daughters, and everyone whom Nebuzaradan, captain of the guards, had allowed them had allowed to remain with Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, son of Shaphan. They also led the prophet Jeremiah and Barak, son of Neriah, away. They went to the land of Egypt because they did not obey the Lord. They went as far as the Tappanese. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah at Tappanese, pick up some large stones and set them in the mortar of the brick pavement that is at the opening of Pharaoh's palace at Tappanese. 
Do this in the sight of the Judean men and tell them, this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel says, I will send for many, or I will send for my servant, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and I will place his throne on these stones that I have embedded, and he will pitch his pavilion over them. He will come and strike down the land of Egypt, those destined for death to death, those destined for captivity to captivity, and those destined for the sword to the sword. I will kindle a fire in the temples of Egypt's gods, and he will burn them and take them captive. He will clean the land of Egypt as a shepherd picks lice off his clothes, and he will leave there, un he will leave there unscathed. He will smash the sacred pillars of the sun temple in the land of Egypt and burn the temples of the Egyptian gods. This is the word that came to Jeremiah for all the Jews living in the land of Egypt at Migdal, Tapanese, Memphis, and in the land of Pathros. This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. You have seen all the disaster I brought against Jerusalem and all Judah's cities. Look, they are a ruin today without an inhabitant in them. Because of the evil they committed to anger me by going and burning incense to serve other gods that they, you, and your fathers did not know. So I sent you all my servants, the prophets, time and time again, saying, Don't commit this detestable action that I hate. But they did not listen or pay attention. <clears throat> they did not turn from their evil or stop burning incense to other gods. So my fierce wrath poured out and burned in Judah's cities and Jerusalem's streets so that they became the desolate ruins they are today. So now, this is what the Lord, the God of armies, the God of Israel says. Why are you doing such terrible harm to yourselves? You are cutting off man and woman, infant and nursing baby from Judah, leaving yourselves without a remnant. You are angering me by the work of your hands. You are burning incense to other gods in the land of Egypt, where you have gone to stay for a while. As a result, you will be cut off and become an example for cursing and insult among the nations of earth. Have you forgotten the evils of your fathers, the evils of Judah's kings, the evils of their wives, your own evils, and the evils of your wives that were committed in the land of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? They've not become humble to this day, and they've not feared or followed my instruction or my statutes that I set before you and your ancestors. Therefore, this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. I'm about to say, set my face against you to bring disaster, to cut off all Judah, and I will take away the remnant of Judah, those who have set their face to go to the land of Egypt to stay there. All of them will meet their end in the land of Egypt. They will fall by the sword, and they will meet their end by famine. From the least to the greatest, they will die by the sword and by famine. Then they will become an example for cursing, scorn, execration, and disgrace. I will punish those living in the land of Egypt just as I punished Jerusalem by sword, famine, and plague. Then the remnant of Judah, those going to live for a while there in the land of Egypt, will have no fugitive or survivor to return to the land of Judah, where they are longing to return to stay, for they will not return except for a few fugitives. However, all the men who knew that their wives were burning incense to other gods, all the women standing by a great assembly, and all the people who were living in the land of Egypt at Pathros answered Jeremiah, As for the words you spoke to us in the name of the Lord, we are not going to listen to you. Instead, we will do everything we promised. We will burn incense to the Queen of Heaven and offer drink offerings to her, just as we, our fathers, our kings, and our officials did in Judah's cities and in Jerusalem's streets. Then we had enough food, we were well off, and we saw no disaster. But from the time we ceased to burn incense to the Queen of Heaven and to offer her drink offerings, we have lacked everything, and through sword and famine we have met our end. And the women said, When we burned incense to the Queen of Heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, 
Was it apart from our husband's knowledge that we made sacrificial cakes in her image and poured out drink offerings to her? But Jeremiah responded to all the people, the men, women, and all the people who were answering him. <clears throat> As for the incense you burned in Judah's cities and in Jerusalem's streets, you, your fathers, your kings, your officials, and the people of the land, did the Lord not remember them? He brought this to mind. The Lord can no longer bear your evil deeds and the detestable acts you have committed. So your land has become a waste, a desolation, and an example for cursing without inhabitant as you see today. Because you burned incense and sinned against the Lord and didn't obey the Lord and didn't follow his instruction, his statutes and his testimonies, this disaster has come to you as you see today. And then Jeremiah said to all the people, including all the women, Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah who are in the land of Egypt. This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. As for you and your wives, you women have spoken with your mouths, and you men fulfilled it by your deeds, saying, We will keep our vows that we have made to burn incense to the Queen of Heaven and to pour out the drink offerings for her. Go ahead, confirm your vows, keep your vows. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, all you Judeans who live in the land of Egypt. I have sworn by my great name, says the Lord, that my name will never again be invoked by anyone of Judah and all the land of Egypt, saying, As the Lord God lives, I'm watching over them for disaster and not for good. And everyone from Judah who is in the land of Egypt will meet his end or by sword or famine until they are finished off. Those who escape the sword will return from the land of Egypt to the land of Judah, only a few in number, and the whole remnant of Judah, the ones going to the land of Egypt to stay there for a while, will know whose word stands, mine or theirs. This will be a sign to you. This is the Lord's declaration, that I will punish you in this place so that you may know, so that you so you may know that my words of disaster concerning you will certainly come to pass. Woo. This is what the Lord says. I'm about to hand over Pharaoh Hophra, Egypt's king, to his enemies, to those who intend to take his life, just as I handed over Judah's king Zedekiah to Babylon's king Nebuchadnezzar, who was his enemy, the one who intended to take his life. And Psalm 24. The earth and everything in it, the world and its inhabitants belong to the Lord. For he laid its foundation on the seas and established it on the rivers. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not appealed to what is false and who has not sworn deceitfully. He will receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who inquire of him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, you gates. Rise up, ancient doors. Then the king of glory will come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Rise up, ancient doors. Then the king of glory will come in. Who is he, this king of glory? The Lord of armies. He is the king of glory. That's our reading for today, friends. Come back tomorrow for day 179 as we continue to read the Bible together every day. See you then.